ಓಂ ಜ್ಞಾನತಿಂಧಸ್ಯಾನಂಜನಶಲಾಖಯ Continuing the topic of overcoming obstacles in always remembering Krishna. I spoke in a general way with the statement that the only or, or the basic obstacle is our own unwillingness to remember Krishna which has become like an embedded condition which is to be overcome by the process of sadhana bhakti and in this regard i or oh, we together sang a kirtan of shila bhaktuna thakur in which he is repeatedly emphasizing that there's no other way but to perform bhajan or what we would call sadhana so how to overcome all obstacles what's the simple solution hare nama hare nama hare nama ek kevalam kalona sevana sevana sevagatiyana natha i presume you all know the meaning of this verse and then the question will come well there are obstacles to chanting or i'm chanting and i don't feel any taste and on and on and on it's just like people who say well god is the ultimate source of everything well then someone will ask well who created god and if you can find someone who created god then that person becomes god and then you say well, actually in the christian religion who they seems like they believe in lord brahma as god they, they emphasize god as the creator But who created lord brahma narayana who created who well narayana is krishna so you say so if you say well who created god and then that becomes god and you say well who created that one person and you go on with an infinite regression so the answer to this infinite regression is that there's someone who's in a completely different category to everyone else and that is krishna he's the source of everything so if we say that well the way to remember krishna always is to change his name always or at least to make a good start by taking up the regulated process of sadhana and then we say well there are obstacles some of us say well there are obstacles to my doing this and from time to time we meet devotees who they they come and say well i have this obstacle and then you make some suggestion and they say well i can't do that because of this and it seems that whatever solution you want to offer they have some other obstacle they have an infinite regression of obstacles of reasons why they can't take the question on just serious so the solution to this is at some point we have to make a decision that I want to be Krishna conscious and I have to do whatever is necessary to become Krishna conscious. So again these are general principles and uh, different devotees have their own individual situations. Now it's like one young lady approached me. Young lady means she was 16 years old. She is 16 years old and told me that well her family and members are all against her being Krishna conscious. What should she do? So apart from general principles there are individual situations and we all have a by the grace of the material energy various obstacles that we personally face and i could leave a little time at the end of this session if anyone wanted to 
present their own individual obstacles and I could suggest, I might be able to suggest some possible ways to overcome those obstacles. Just like last night I suggested to this young lady that your family members can't be totally against you being Krishna conscious because they've allowed you to come here to this camp. So better not uh, agitate them. If they're not interested in listening to, to your trying to convert them to Krishna consciousness, don't try to do so. But in other ways, if you uh, act as an ideal daughter, then they'll appreciate it. So, uh, yeah, two days ago we sung this song of Bhaktivinoda Thakur, in which he's uh, recommending bhajan bina gati naire. There's no way to reach the goal without accepting the path of bhajan. And he repeats, uh, or he gives the names of many, of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and many of his followers and recommends, remember all of these great personalities. So by remembering Lord Chaitanya and all the great devotees, they can help us to overcome all obstacles on the path of Krishna consciousness. So uh, in this regard, I'd like to suggest that everyone in their apartment or your student hostel or wherever you live, you keep prominently displayed a large picture of Śrīla Prabhupāda. Actually, Śrīla Prabhupāda wanted in all the Iskon temples, there's a letter in this regard, paintings of, on, large paintings on the wall of himself, his own Guru Maharaj, Śrīla Bhakti Siddhānsa Thakur, and Śrīla Gorki Shodas Babaji Maharaj, and Śrīla Bhakti Thakur. So at least you keep a large picture of Śrīla Prabhupāda, and then you can remember who is here, Bhakti Thakur is saying, remember. So you remember Prabhupāda more easily if we repeatedly see his photo. And as Śrīla Prabhupāda almost always signed his letters as your ever-well-wisher, so that will uh, constantly remind us that we do have an, an ever-well-wisher, that despite our whatever difficult circumstances we're in, and we're all in difficult circumstances, and despite our own many inadequacies, that we do have a very competent and merciful well-wisher. As Srila Prabhupada said, just hold on to my dhoti and I'll take you back to God. Now, uh, we can sing another kirtan of Bhaktivinoda Thakos, which is one following on the one we sung two days ago, in which he is naming many of the obstacles on our path of attaining pure Krishna consciousness. Yeah, these are the our our anaritas or our in, internal uh, the in, the manifestations of our not being Krishna conscious. So everyone, this is uh, the song beginning Bhavana Bhavana Mom Tumi Yati Dushto Vishoy Bishay Achehe. That's a little bit different. There's a word Bhavana and this is Bhavana. Similar, but it's different. Bhavana means attitude or uh, way of way of thinking, and bhavana is imperative. Just think about it. Just consider it. Again, this is a song I don't have much practice in singing, so you'll have to bear with me if I 
it's good enough for them. But you only get practice by singing. So we'll pray for Bhaktivinoda Thakur. This is uh, instructions to one's own mind. Own mind. Just consider. You're just a rascal. The poison of sense gratification. Achohe. You, it, it, it literally means you are the poison of sense. You are in the poison of sense gratification. Kam, krod, lob, moha, madadi, abhishtha. You are completely absorbed in lust, anger, greed, illusion, madness, etc. It's a pretty severe analysis, isn't it? But you know, Thakur is saying, just, just have a look, have a look at yourself, see what's there. Elsewhere in Chaitanya uh, Shikamata, but you know, Thakur is saying, he recognizes introspection, have a look at yours, have a look inside, see what's going on. Could someone who speaks Russian ask the devotees in the hallway to be a little quiet, please? I guess they're probably on their way out anyway. So what's inside? What's going on inside? Are we always remembering Krishna? Or are we absorbed in lust, greed, anger, envy, illusion, envy as it says, illusion, madness, envy? Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur says we are under the, we're, we're in the grip of these enemies. These are our enemies. And we have a thirst for, it's like we're thirsty for, we have, we have a very strong attraction to uh, asadvarta, means discussions, topics of this material world or anything which is not connected to Krishna. We're attached to the bhukti mukti. We're attached to material enjoyment and maybe may uh, the desire for liberation also. Basically all activities performed not in Krishna consciousness are either to increase our material enjoyment or to decrease our material suffering or to get free from material suffering. And all our discussions and all our deliberations and plans are based on how to increase our material enjoyment and get free from material suffering. Both of these endeavors, which are considered laudable by non-devotees, and which indeed are the only topics for non-devotees, which is the only way of thinking of non-devotees, are considered abominable in Krishna consciousness. So Bhaktivedanta Thakur is blaming his mind Ashat Khatab Halalagaya. You you like all this stuff. Pratishtasha Kutinati Shatadi Pishta. And you are uh, concerned with increasing your prestige, your duplicitous, cheating mentality, and so on. And this seems very nice to you, but actually you are you are crushed by this. <laughs> Maya is crushing us on account of this, pulverizing us, which means uh, like powdering, pounding. Sharal to Holenai, we're not simple. Bhaktisthan Sarasar Thakur, he equates 
simplicity with Vaishnavism. Simplicity doesn't mean to be like a fool, but it means that we don't deal with people duplicitously, or we don't have any motivation or intention to do so. Or, as Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasar Thakur also said, a Vaishnava means one whose inside and outside is the same. Not cutting a profile, if you know what that means. Do you know what that means? Yeah, exactly. Behaving in a way to look better than you actually are, to, to appear to be like something which actually you're not. Gireche tomare bhai eshab. What's that word? Orishta. So your, your brother, you are surrounded by all of these, Arishta means like some bad omen. Omen? You got that one? Yeah, well it, it means like something which, uh, it, it's a sign of something bad is going to come on later on. And again, these are all enemies. Now, just consider, this is, all be, this is all being presented for consideration. If we don't give these up, then how are we going to attain Radha Krishna? There are many books available nowadays about the intimate pastimes of Radha and Krishna. But we have no entrance there as long as we are cultivating Kam, Krod, Lob, Moha, Madadi, there's all these lust, anger, greed, etc. It's a rhetorical question. How can we attain Radha Krishna unless we give up all these bad things? Lust, greed, anger, duplicity. By asking a rhetorical question, it makes the it makes the statement more a, a clear statement more it gives it more emphasis. Because if there's a question, then you have to think about the answers. If we just say that, if you don't give these up, you won't get Radha and Krishna. So we think, okay, let's go. But if we are asked a question, that unless we give these up, how can we attain Radha and Krishna? And we start to think about it, well, then we think, no, it's just absolutely impossible. Therefore, Jatani Charo, be just Make a point of it. Get get serious. Very carefully give up all of these things. Give them all up. Well, how are we going to do that? Bhaktivinoda gives the clue. That we need the association of devotees. We cannot attain our desired goal unless we take help from, association from. Therefore, shadu shanga karo, karo he, associate with devotees, associate with devotees. Vaishnav charani mojo, that uh, you take pleasure in the lotus feet of the Vaishnavas. Previously it was stated, Ashat Bharta Bhukti Mukti Pipasha Arkrishta, Ashat Kata Bhalo You like all these things, all these discussions of worldly affairs, but instead of liking that, just like to be at the lotus feet of the Vaishnavas. And then, Guchibe Anishta, all the unwanted things will vanish. Just try it out. Just one time. Just check it out and see. See what happens. In Sripad Ramanuja Charya's instructions, there are so many instructions what to do, how to be Krishna conscious. And he suggested, after giving all these suggestions, he said, if you can't do any of these, if you're so completely useless that you can't do any of these, just go and sit in the association of Vaishnavas. Just be close to them. 
Just keep association. Somehow keep association. Somehow or other, if, if you keep association with the Vaishnavas, then uh, we can become the objects of their affection. All right, well, are there any questions on this? Yeah. This if you like, you can write them down. Writing down usually, usually helps to uh, make the inquiry more clear. Okay. All right, we have one. They can be in Lithuanian also. I, I hope we have a letter. Someone can translate in Lithuanian. Obstacle, discipline in the mind. Explanation, but this service of Sadhisattva should discipline the mind very, very sternly. Often by the material desires, while the mind, I feel not able to chastise it or start the nonsense. Can you give us the tools, like the cane and shoes? <laughs> That's a famous Did you read it in Russian? Not yet. That's a famous quote of Bhakti Siddhanta that you in the morning on rising you beat the mind a hundred times, what is it, with shoes and in the evening with a broomstick, something like that. The idea you should beat your mind morning and evening. Well what does that mean? Obviously it's not literal because you can't you can't literally beat your mind with shoes or anything else physically. But the idea is given that a, a regular, strenuous effort must be made to rid the mind of all the nonsense. So, uh, well, it comes back to the same point that Bhaktivinoda Thakur is giving here also, that we have to uh, strenuously, very seriously take to the process of Krishna consciousness. Something I often say, which uh, shocks people, usually, is I look at them and say, you're going to die soon. And they might think I, they might think I cursed them, or I have some mystical insights. But we're all going to die soon. So, turnamyatetanapatadana. This verse we should consider again and again and again. Labdva sudurla vamidang bahu sambhavante manusham artadama nityam apihadhira turnamyatetanapatadana mitayava nishriyasana vishayakulu sarvatasyatis. Bhaktisdhan Saraswati Thakur vowed to preach this verse from Krishna's instructions in Bhagavatam up to his last breath. The meaning is that human life is very rare, but somehow or other, right now, we've got it. It doesn't last very long. We're all going to drop down dead very soon. So when I say you're going to die soon, it's not just, it's not a curse, it's just a, it's a statement of fact and it's a statement from Shastra also. However, the human form of life is very valuable because in this form of life we can undertake those practices which will save us from entering another body. So we should do whatever is necessary before this body drops down so that we don't drop down into another womb but we go up to Krishna. And if we are alarmed at this prospect, if we think, well, what about enjoying my senses? Then we should consider that sense gratification is available in every form of life. We've already done it. Whatever kind of sense gratification we can imagine, and even many kinds which at present we can't imagine, we've done it before. And if we don't take Krishna consciousness seriously in this lifetime, then we're going to have many other opportunities to enjoy it in future.
So it's good, along with the big picture of Prabhupada, you can put this verse on the wall in your home, or in your ashram, or your traveling Sankirtan van, or whatever. Bhaktivinoda Thakur had this on the wall in his home, Bhakti Bhavan, in Calcutta. So Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati was saying this from his childhood. He'd see this every day. So beat the mind. Just remember, we don't have long. We have to take this question just very seriously. Practical techniques. Chant Hare Krishna loudly. When we are, when we are bombarded by material desires, chant Hare Krishna loudly. Call out to Krishna. Ainanda Tanajaki Brahma Patitam Maushame Bhalam Vudho Kripayatanapada Pankajas Stita Dhuli Sadrisham Vichintaya. Oh Krishna, I am yours. But I forgot you. I've come to this horrible material world. I'm trying to chant Hare Krishna. I'm not very good at it, but some, I'm trying. Somewhere in my being there's some idea that I should be serving you. Amidst all these hundreds and thousands of perverted desires, somewhere in there there's a, there's a real desire to serve you, Krishna. So please pull me out of all this nonsense. Nourish that, that real, pure desire and crush all these nasty desires. Krishna was dancing on the head of Kaliya. So many uh, poisonous hoods of the serpent were trying to crush, to, to catch Krishna and bite him. And Krishna danced on their heads and eventually crushed, crushed them. So we can pray to Krishna to in this way, dance in our hearts and crush all the nasty material desires. Yeah, any other question there? It's in English. Yes. Okay. Prabhupada gave instruction to cooperate with the chalice of all temple authorities. My spiritual master also has emphasized it. My problem is local authorities, as far as I have seen, do not follow Sadhana very strictly. I find it destructive for my Krishna consciousness to associate with them. At the same time, I'm not sure that I can maintain uh, very enthusiastic, remain very enthusiastic if practicing alone. Could you please suggest some solution? Mm. Thank you very much. Very difficult situation. Srila Prabhupada also instructed that uh, leaders within the Krishna Conscious Society should be primarily spiritual leaders. When leaders themselves don't follow the basic practices of Krishna consciousness but insist that others follow their authority, we can't expect those in their stewardship to prosper very nicely spiritually. So anyway, uh, as you noted, we have to associate with devotees, otherwise we become weak and weak and weaker. But obviously we can't surrender with our hearts to uh, persons who themselves are not showing signs of wanting to be actually Krishna conscious. You could try to organize a political rally or something and try to get all the devotees and make a revolution or something, but that, that doesn't usually help anything either. You can try talking to your GBC member, but often for various reasons, they think it's better to keep the status quo. Um, 
you could try going to the authorities, but it's usually not recommended in such cases because then you become uh, noted as a as a rebel and someone not to be trusted. It should be hoped that uh, every every person coming to the international side of Krishna consciousness at least has uh, their local authorities at least set a minimal spiritual standard, but often it's not true. Often it's not the case. Yes, it's the, it's the least you can expect that they should follow at least the minimal spiritual standard. If not a better, they, as a leader, it would be hoped that they'd set a better standard than others, but at least if they should set the minimal standard. But if they don't, you know, if they don't go to Mongolati regularly and don't chant their rounds, it's an unfortunate situation. So what can you do? Uh, I don't. I don't know what you can. I don't know. That's my answer. I don't know what to do because I've often been faced with such situations and I've never been able to find a satisfactory solution. If you try to say anything, you're demonized. And the, uh, the other alternative is just to go on and pretend that everything's okay when it's not okay. So I guess you can just go on and pray for better times. Find good, try to find some good association and, and take it wherever you can get it. It's already covered. Even with devotees who sometimes speak warmly or semi-Christian conscious topics, is it better to be quiet? How strict we should be about this point? Well, um, first of all, let's consider what constitutes prajalpa or non-Krishna conscious discussion. As we are active in this world, we may have we have many dealings within it. For instance, um, just say someone wants to buy a new computer for us, for the, the temple. So you might have quite some discussion with uh, someone who knows about computers, about all the technical details, what will be the suitable model for the temple. So in that case, it, you're talking, you're not talking about anything from Bhagavad Gita. You may talk, you know, for 20 minutes, half an hour, one hour about different configurations and different pros and cons of different models of computers. But if the aim is to uh, get the get the best possible buy you can for serving Krishna, then it, it doesn't constitute worldly talk per se. But where exactly the borderline comes, where you you're just talking about computers, and some people they're fascinated by computers, and they're always talking about, you know, all the different features and all this kind of thing. And where where it goes over the edge of not being in Krishna's service, that might might be a little difficult to define. Srila Shula Prabhupada spoke a lot about current topics, and current at that time, of course. Uh, his disciples would. Or certain of his disciples would read the newspapers to find the most, you know, out, the most outstanding or outlandish news and all kinds of strange things to tell Srila Prabhupada and get to elicit his comments. So Srila Prabhupada would always uh, give the Shastric light on current events and in this way make the Bhagavad Gita real for us in our everyday life. Now the uh, 
election for the next president of the United States of America is nigh. Nigh, N-I-G-H, means coming up. And there are many devotees, or at least some devotees in America who really, each time, you know, they really get into it and they're really interested and it's too much. I was told that during the World Cup soccer, it, our temples in Latin America, they practically closed down. World Cup, World Cup. Euro is not for the South Americans, right? They have their own thing. And in Mayapur, we're told that many brahmacharis, uh, they're up on the, they're over with, there's a test match, which means like a, a major cricket international, that they're, you know, they're all, they know what's going on, what the score is, and they're, they're, they're really up with it. This is Pajama. This is nonsense. So those things which are clearly nonsense, if devotees are talking about it, well, you can walk away or just say, this is nonsense. They can't deny that it's nonsense. Can you deny if they're talking about some sports? There's also that uh, of gossip. This uh, liking to liking to discuss all the different things that people are doing and all their faults and this and that. Now there may be, I mean, there may be some grounds for that. For instance, if if a devotee is performing some activity which is not Krishna conscious, we may discuss that on the basis of, well, you know, how can we, is there anything we can do to help to rectify the situation? But if it's just uh, looking for faults, just to point out this, this, is, this is wrong, that's wrong, well that in itself is a fault. <coughs> So yeah, it's better not to get involved in, in uh, any of these forms of prajnana. Either you can just openly say to those who are involved in it that this is this is not conducive for a spiritual advancement, or you can just. Yeah, are there no more? Okay, all right. Then we'll just chant Hare Krishna and finish off this. Oh, I see. Uh, I can cook. But maybe you should. You can cook an offer to a lot, but maybe not eat it. From 12, is it? Okay. Okay, well, I.